This podcast is sponsored by absolutely nobody but me. I am sponsoring this podcast, so sit back and enjoy. Welcome to the Anonymous Andrew Podcast. Life and the choices we make. The choices other people make. This podcast explores all things as they relate to dating and romantic relationships. Why we ignore or choose to ignore or miss the red flags. Red flags like gaslighting, cheating, lying, narcissistic behavior, deception, and so much more. Join me each week as we continue my journey into the modern dating world with my weekend rants, anonymous guest dating stories, and experts who share their wisdom so I can help you navigate the dating terrain. If you are new to the show or have been with me from the beginning, hold on tight for the Anonymous Andrew Experience. Greetings, Anonymous Andrew, and welcome. So, it is Friday, December 15th. Um, First of all, you may hear a little nasal uh, sound coming from my voice. That's because I am battling a cold that is going around the office. Um, I've been one of the lucky ones to not get hit because the office has a serious bronchial infection going around. So people are coughing and hacking and um, it's just not a healthy environment. And uh, um, there's literally a half a dozen people that are, they're coming to work, but you could just hear them hacking away all day and everybody's popping Dayquil and whatever pills and syrups that their doctors have given them. I have managed to stay on the outside circle of that infection. Um, I just simply have a, a, a runny nose and a sore throat. Uh, anyway, as a podcaster with a voice, sometimes you might think, well, don't record if um, your voice isn't up to par. But as part of the allure of me is that I come on and I tell you like it is and I am who I am. And uh, I, I can imagine that the only time I would come on here is if I had literally had laryngitis and I couldn't talk. Uh, so anyway. This is going to be, I I have a dilemma. This is a weekend rant, all right? So uh, if you've been listening or if you just started listening, I have guests, interviews on Tuesdays and on the weekends. I pop on here and I just ramble or rant or talk about something that's on my mind. I realize next week, not 
technically next week, but next week is Christmas. You know, so in other words, a week from today is the Friday before Christmas, which is on a Monday. And I said to myself, self, why don't we do a year wrap up? Like uh, the year's coming to an end. And I started podcasting this this show. Gosh, I forget. I'm going to say sometime in maybe late January, February of this year. So we're coming up on a year. And I have been through quite a journey. Yeah, I guess now would be a good time. So if you're just tuning in, or if you've only tuned in recently, but you don't know the entire story. I'll give you an abridged version of it. So October of 2022, I walked away from a very, dare I use the word, toxic relationship with a Latino woman who I met on eHarmony about two to three years earlier. And we had, at the time, what seemed to be like a match made in heaven type deal, twin flame, soulmates, whatever cliche you want to throw in there. And for the first year, it was truly blissful. It was, I've never seen, by the way, she was just a, a, a stunning, beautiful woman from South America. And, and and for for her age it was just like i kept thinking i hit the lottery it was there was no way that i was going to get this lucky anyway and that's that's the superficial shallow part of it deep down we connected and we developed a relationship however if you listen to the first episodes of this podcast, there were many, many red flags. At the time, I was so infatuated. I was so overwhelmed with her beauty and the fact that she was interested in me. Sorry, so right there, there's an issue because of my low self-respect or low self-esteem or low self-confidence that such a beautiful woman who not only told me that she could get any man she wants um, and that she was, she had just left a marriage of 20 years because he supposedly cheated on her, that I was the lucky one that she chose to be in a relationship with. And she kept reminding me that. And of course, at the time, I didn't think anything of it. I, to me, it was just her reinforcing, I love you, I love you, because you know, I chose you. You're the one. I'm, I'm choosing to be with you. And, of course, you'd love to hear those words. But deep down inside, her message was, I'm here because I want to be here, but once I don't, I'm gone. Something to that effect. I don't know that I came out the right the way I wanted it to. But that's exactly what happened. After about eight months, almost a year, 
there started to be some major, as we call them, lifeguard-sized red flags that I noticed, and I and I didn't know how to approach them because I I at that point I started walking on eggshells, thinking, for example, she would not answer a text, or I couldn't get a hold of her for a night, or. She would tell me I'm going away for the weekend, so um, I might not be able to talk to you until Saturday night or something like that. And then I would try to reach her, and she would be whispering on the phone. No, there goes my voice. And we'd be talking, and she'd be whispering, and I'd be like, where are you, and why are you whispering? And, and of course, I would get gaslit. I'd, I'd be getting... You know, no, I'm not whispering. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm, whatever. Yeah, it, little red flags or lifeguard life. It just started out like that, and and the more I questioned her on it, the more she became. Um, she rebelled against that. Whatever the point is, is that it slowly and steadily started veering off to the left like we we like we we got to a fork in the road and she went left and I went right although it, that wasn't the plan it just seemed like her gps took her left and my gps took me right and i, I every time i tried to navigate back over into her lane she would throw an obstacle in my way and it could be any number of things and ultimately i i I ended up seeing signs of infidelity signs of blatant lies and psychological manipulations and and why am i telling you all this i'm just giving you a wrap-up but in in you know this went on for almost 18 more months after that initial year And I stayed. Even though I saw physical signs of infidelity, where I could see that she was having sex with other men, uh, the behavior she would show me when she came over, many times she would come over in the mornings on Saturday and insist on taking a shower the first thing she got there and then she come out of the shower all fresh and nice um smelling nice and fresh and clean and knowing that we were probably going to have sex that day but i now know that she was probably out the night before with another guy so and she literally probably came from his house to my house that morning and uh i i know all of this and I'm not going to get into the details why. Um, and then there were times when she would literally, literally, now she wasn't a drinker, but she would ask or bring her own alcohol because I'm in recovery. I don't keep alcohol in the house, but she was allowed to bring alcohol if she wanted something. And I had no problem with that. And, and she didn't drink often, but there were times when she would all of a sudden start drinking several bottles of beer. Um, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, and this went on for a couple of weekends. Like, And then I started, I, one day I had to say, 
is there a reason why you need to drink two or three beers before we have sex? Because it was always like I was trying to initiate intimacy and she'd be like, well, I'm not finished with my beer yet. You know, and there's ways of foreplay where you get the other person into their mood, right? But that's touch. That's whispering in their ear. That's complimenting. That That's all sorts of ways of she needed alcohol. So what does that tell you? That that she had guilt, that she had remorse, that she, she in order to climb into bed with me, she needed to be lucid. So alcohol is what? A lubricant. So it loosens you up. She was feeling guilty about whatever. So all right, I'm getting a little off track here. I'm just bringing everybody up to speed. <clears throat> Finally, I walked away in October of 2022. But at that point, I was so invested in her financially, emotionally, romantically. I was invested. I put everything into it. I even asked her to marry me. She had an engagement ring. And it just imploded one day, um, again, over sex. And the fact that I found out that she was escorting and yada, 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 whatever. That was January of 2023. It is now December of 2023. and. In this past 12 months, I have gone from a complete, absolute shell or mess of a man, like a a broken man wandering around a desert, lost without any water, to where I am today. I just got off the phone with a very good friend of mine who used to be in the psychological field. She was in the mental health field. She no longer is, but we met many years ago. We met about 15 years ago. And it doesn't matter how how we developed a friendship, but we developed a very tight bonding friendship and i would do i would call her when things were going bad during any of the relationships i was in and she would always say to me andrew you're better than this you don't deserve this you should walk away and she she told me what what other what many other people told me that i should man up and walk away and 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 I'm gonna say it basically grow up grow a pair of balls and and stop with this nonsense and I ignored that advice just like I ignored the red flags so saying single this past year um this friend that I'm just spoke of I just spoke to her and we haven't talked in several months but we this is what we do. We don't talk for a couple of months and then we, we text and say, Hey, let's catch up. And then we talk for a while and we just had a nice conversation. And I told her that I'm in a much better place. And I am, I am not the same man that I was 12 months ago. 
not even close. Um, I don't know if I'm going to list the differences, but um, let's just say I'm comfortable in my own skin, whereas a year ago I wasn't. I don't need a woman, whereas a year ago I thought I did. Um, I have more self-confidence and more self-respect, and I, I, I can go on and on and on. This is why it is recommended that after a serious breakup, like a marriage, divorce, or a long-term relationship, that you take some time off and heal and process. And I never did that. I was out of one relationship and into another my entire life. So this past year, I took off and I've been single. I've stayed single. I'm still single. And I think the only footnote or little asterisk that I'll put at the end of that sentence is that it's the holidays and it can be a little lonely because anybody listening, if you have a husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, lover, partner, the holidays can be a lot more cheerful. You know, you even buying the present for your girlfriend, boyfriend, if you truly love them, it's it's an exciting adventure. You want to go out and get them something special. And and I remember doing that for the ex. Uh, I knew exactly what she wanted. I would research it. I would have to look it online. I would, you know, it, the shopping for it. It was special. I don't have that this year. But that's okay. Number one, I'm going to save probably $1,000 because that's, the kind of money I would spend on her. So right then and there, I'm saving that kind of money. And by the way, I went out and bought myself something for Christmas. Um, I bought a new Apple product. Um, something that I, I, I wanted, that I had, but I wanted to upgrade it. Uh, anyway, getting off the the path here but the point is is that i'm tr i now buy myself things that i never used to i would never buy myself anything uh dating costs money you know whether you're just dating casually or you're in a relationship it costs money you go out to dinner you go on trips, you go to events, um, you got birthdays and Valentine's Day and Christmas and all that. You have to buy gifts. When you're single, you don't have to do any of that. Just gave me an idea. I should sit down with a spreadsheet and come up with the amount of money that I've saved this year because I did not spend it on a woman. Yes, I went on a few dates, but we're, I'm not going to count that. I'm not going to count that. So, this weekend rant is the weekend before Christmas, and the next weekend is the weekend before New Year's. 
Um, I think I'm going to just do some sort of a wrap-up and maybe a little bit of a teaser for what's coming in January. Uh, I've noticed a lot of podcasters are taking the entire month of December and January off, like they're going into their hiatus. I am not doing that. I am going to plow right through. Um, I just took a hiatus. I, in October, I took a couple of weeks off and started season two. And I have a plethora, you know, I like that word, a plethora of guests that I have booked to record episodes. So I'll be doing a lot of that over the next couple of weeks. And I'll have a lot of material for you. And, and I've been thinking I want to engage the audience more. And and I, and I'm hearing from you people I'm getting, I have 40 something like 45 reviews. Oh, I did get some new reviews. You know, right before I, I stop, I'll read you the reviews. Um, I'm getting messages from you. I'm getting likes. I'm getting emails. Uh, but one here, one there. I was thinking of doing a Q&A. Like, now, I, by no stretch of the imagination or at all, am I a coach or an expert? But if you listen to my podcast and know my history that I have been dating and married and divorced and blah, blah, blah for the past 40 years, I have seen it all. Two weeks ago, I had this whole episode about sex and STIs. I've done that. Um, I, I, I The point is, is that I can answer your questions or I can attempt to. So I, I'm thinking of, doing some sort of a Q&A where you guys can send in questions um, and I can answer them on the air. I want to engage you a little more. So um, let me give that some thought over the next couple of weeks. The week between Christmas and New Year's I have off and I will be spending a lot of time on this podcast. I'm going to be doing... Um, Not an overhaul, but like a restructure and, and figure out what's going on. So, by the way, one more time, I want to give a shout out to my social media person, Lindsay. If you're following me on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, you'll see some phenomenal ads and posts and reels. And that is not me doing that. That is my social media person, Lindsay. So I want to give credit to Lindsay. She's doing a fantastic job. So thank you, Lindsay. Um, okay, let's read some reviews. Okay, so since last weekend, I have two new reviews. At least I think one is new. Okay, from T-Dog. Exceptional conversation, five stars. I absolutely enjoy the conversations on relationships in this podcast. You get a real sense of how the host is moving on from the past relationship trauma, and it is helping me understand my own relationship trauma. Wow. That's precisely 
the reason I started this podcast. I said, I cannot be the only one. So, you know, if I help one person who can identify and relate to what I went through, and 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 not not just through the relationship, but post relationship. I was listening to a podcast. Uh, I don't know. It was a week or two ago, and there was uh, talk about trauma, and trauma is such a vague. Powerful, but very vague term. So if you say somebody went through trauma, my gosh, I mean, look what's going on over in the Middle East. I can't even imagine what it's like to see bombs being dropped in your neighborhood. You know, I, I, I'm not pro either side here. I'm just saying that's traumatic. Okay, you're, you're a 10-year-old child and you see the house across the street get blown up. That's trauma. Um, A friend of mine recently got mugged, (laughs) surprisingly, in New York City. Um, He was walking with her son through what used to be a good neighborhood, and some thugs stole her cell phone and her purse and yada, yada, yada. That's trauma. Rape is trauma. Being kidnapped is trauma. Sex trafficking is trauma. I don't don't think I need to go on. I think you get the idea. But those are on the extreme... Let's just say trauma is on a spectrum. So let's say severe trauma such as bombs and rape and kidnapping and sex trafficking, things like that. Uh, Let's say that we'll put that up on the right side of the spectrum and then slide the scale all the way down to the left side and you would have less severe trauma but to one's perspective, one's each individual's objective or objective or subjective experience with that trauma, it's trauma. So if I heard on <laughs> I'm sorry, I just referenced podcasts all day long. I heard on a podcast today. They, uh, it's a show where people write in letters and then the, the host answer uh, their love questions. There was this guy that wasn't, he was dating some woman and, and, and he has gotten close to her, but she was not his type physically. She was overweight and he wrote in the letter he wrote i i i have feelings for this woman we get along great but she's just not my physical attraction and i want to end the relationship 
should I tell her why I'm walking away? Basically, he wants to tell his girlfriend that he's breaking up with her because she's overweight. And the answer, of course, which I agree, the, the host said, absolutely not. Do you know how much damage you would do to that woman by telling her that you're rejecting her because of her body size? It would be traumatic. And of course, it's not rape traumatic or bomb traumatic. But to that one woman, it would be severely traumatic. She would have to live with that. So where am I going with this? The same type of trauma I went through when 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 this woman was was lying to me and gaslighting me, and uh, when I saw the physical evidence of her cheating on me, and I'm going to say it, folks, physical evidence as in black and blue, swollen vagina. I, I can't explain it any better than that. When when, it, when your girlfriend comes over and says, we can't have sex, and then takes her clothes off, says, but you can masturbate to me, to my naked body, and I look down and I see signs like she has been in a, a, a either she was filming an adult movie the night before, or she had six guys banging away at her. It was completely blatantly obvious that she had had multiple sexual encounters within the past 20, 48 hours. And I was in a I was traumatized. How could you lay there in front of me and say, go ahead, please yourself to my naked body. And I look down and I see black and blue bruises around it. Literally. And then I got one of the last phone calls we, we when we spoke before the actual no contact went into effect. She said to me on the phone, remember how I used to be very physically attracted to you, Andrew? She said, I am no longer attracted to you. Physically. And that hurt. Deeply. I just got finished telling you in the beginning of this rant. That I couldn't believe that a woman of this caliber would pick someone like me. Now, I'm not Brad Pitt, but I'm not. I know I'm not ugly. And in my day, in my 30s and 40s, I was... Um, I, I I had a nice body and a nice... Um, I, I was... Uh, you put, some of the old, younger generation won't remember this, but um, they, they said I looked like Todd Rundgren or... Um, Jackson, uh, I can't forget 
the, the singer. Anyway, uh, but at my age today, but four years ago, three years ago, she was attracted to me extremely. She, she would literally tell me that, uh, I don't want to be too graphic, but she would tell me how sexually turned on she was by just looking at me. And then I get at the end of the relationship, I'm no longer attracted to you. That's traumatic. You don't tell somebody on the way out the door. I, I, if you're breaking up or you're walking away from each other, you're ending the relationship, you don't have to throw insults in there. All right. I got off the boy. You know, this is what these rants are rants. I, I go off on a rant. I, I was in the middle of reading you new interview, uh, new reviews. Okay, I got another review. Okay, so this review is from June Edward. Now, June Edward is a psychic medium that I did an interview with just a week ago. Um, she'll be she'll be coming on the show. I mean, it's recorded. She'll be coming up sometime in January, probably. Uh, she wrote. Apparently, she listened to my show and she wrote great interview. Asked all the right questions. Very engaging. Love the show. Um, five stars. So there you go. And I am up to forty three ratings and a four point nine on Apple Podcasts. So I. Very thankful to everybody that uh, has left a review. Um, It's just very touching and overwhelming. So you guys seem to really be enjoying this. And I'll tell you a little statistic. Um, As I told you, I belong to a couple podcast communities. And uh, they say that, I, I think I told you, 5 million podcasts are out there. The, but the majority of podcasts that start never make it to the end of the year or they never make it to 100 episodes. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of money. And in the beginning, there's a lot of people who put they have high hopes. They have a lot of dreams. They have a lot of ideas. They're creative. There's probably some fantastic podcasts out there that launched and they didn't achieve their goals within a year and they gave up. Podcasting is something that you need to hang in there. And I am single and I am available on evenings and weekends where I can record. Uh, The point is I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to keep doing this um, as long as I I can, whatever that means. Um, All right. So this weekend rant, uh, I spoke to my uh, social media person, Lindsay, and I, I asked her to post something about, this being the last rant of this year, it's it's not. I, I just realized it's, while Christmas is next week, this is only December, but it's I'm dropping this on December 16th. So there's two more weeks left in the year. So I'll probably drop a rant Christmas Eve, or 
Star Weekend and then New Year's Weekend. So I might as well. I, I, I think I mentioned this. There are a lot of podcasters that took off December and January. They just said that the, the season was over and they'll pick up again. One of my favorite podcasters, um, a Dating Law Gray, Laura Stasi, uh, just phenomenal podcast. Uh, but she's she, she just aired her last episode this week, and she said they'll be back in February. I'm like, really? A whole two months I got to wait to hear your next episode? But anyway, that, the point is I'll, I'll be pushing through the holidays. Um, and I have some good holidays. So let me just wrap this up. Uh, a year ago, I was a fucking mess. And today, I can hold my head up high. I can look in the mirror and I can smile. And I actually are... uh, When the relationship ended, uh, I think I, I may have mentioned this in the early days uh, I'm a suicide advocate, uh, suicide prevention advocate. All right, I worked for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Uh, they have a chapter here on Long Island called the Long Island Coalition for Suicide Pre- Prevention. I volunteered. I worked for them. I spoke with them. I, blah blah blah. That was many years ago, going back, I don't know, ten years ago. So the, the point is, is that I'm. And I've been trained in suicide prevention. I've I've uh, I've talked some people down from suicide. Uh, I, I have certifications in suicide prevention. Where am I going with this? When this relationship ended, I thought of suicide. I did. I was really angry and resentful and embarrassed of what she did and how how I was perceived. I wasn't, I didn't plan anything. Suicide people who, I'm not going to get into this, but just quickly, there's different types of suicide. um, People who think about suicide, the ones that are actually going to do it, the ones that talk about it and the ones that do it for attention or cry for help. Um, I I don't know where I fit in that one. I it 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 was a fleeting thought. Anyway, the point is is today I am full of life. Uh, I I I get up in the morning and I I actually look forward to my day. And I, I'm looking forward to the next relationship whenever that might be okay I, I i've rambled on long enough anonymous andrew please take two minutes if you're on apple and now spotify i think you can actually leave reviews for individual episodes on apple you can only leave a review for the actual podcast show itself but i think spot 
Spotify is allowing episodes to be reviewed. If you're on, if you're listening on Spotify, please leave a review of an and I could be wrong, but that's what I was told. Um, but if you're on Apple, please leave a review. And uh, I'm serious about if you got if anybody out there is listening and you're in you're in a dilemma in a relationship or dating and you have a question and I can help you make sense of your situation, shoot me an email, anonymousandrewpodcast at gmail.com. Um, I can answer it anonymously or privately, or I could read it on the air anonymously, whatever you'd like, whatever. Just write that in the email. Okay. Also, before I go, if you're going to make a choice, you're in a relation, you're in a, you're in a dating situation. Uh, your girlfriend or boyfriend or partner says, hey, let's move in together. Let's commit to each other. Let's be exclusive. And I think that's wonderful. But just think. Take a day to think about it. And reflect, are there any red flags that you ignored? Until next time, folks. Ciao.